What's up, people? We're back. And today, I'm going to do something a little different. I'm going to list my top 10 favorite movies of 2019. I think it's about that time. Now, I, I'm not going to put Star... I'm not going to, you know, put Star Wars Rise of Skywalker on here because, you know, I don't, I don't think I'm going to see that in theaters. I don't think I am. So, what I'm going to do... I'm going to start with the up 10 going up to 5 are the ones I don't like that much, but they are, they were lucky enough to make the list. And then my top five, so six will be the break point of the list. So five, the top five will be my, my, my favorite ones of the year. And then the one after five which would be six that's going to start going down to the ones i don't like so we're going to start from the bottom of course now we're here (laughs) i'm just kidding um my least favorite i got to go with men of black international i did not like this movie whatsoever so I, I couldn't find something to enjoy. The The special effects were good. I'll say that. Special effects were good. It, it looked great. It looked it looked great. It looked good. I'll give it that. But the story fell flat. Jokes fell flat. Acting fell flat. You know, Chris Hemsworth was being Chris Hemsworth. And Tessa Thompson, I couldn't really find anything enjoyable out of her. So, um, yeah, that was not a good movie to make. The movie bombed. So... Uh, yeah, that movie did not make money. At least it didn't make it as much as they wanted it to make. That's for sure. So that's my 10. That's the one I least like. That was my, the movie I saw. I did not like this movie this year. That was not good. Going into number 9. This one I had a little difficulty putting on here. Because I really didn't want to put it on here at 9. But I'm going to put, I'm going to go ahead and put Toy Story 4 on here on number 9 because I tell you what no because this movie I absolutely did not need I did not need this movie at all and I'll tell you why it's because we already had a perfect trilogy Toy Story 1, 2, and 3 those were outstanding movies but this one the story and the ending it didn't work for me It, it just didn't and, you know, it was a bummer because I really, really love Toy Story. And, you know, so I saw this one. I was like, wow, they they really did that. I was like, wow. But, you know, it, it's, it should have ended with three, man. The ending for that one was really heartbreaking. You know, seeing Andy go and all grown up. It was heartbreaking, man. I, I'm not going to I'm not going to even lie about that. So, uh, yeah, it, it broke my heart to put that on nine. So, we're going to go into eight. And this one I also had difficulty putting on here. Because I wanted to put this one a little bit higher, but I just, I can't. So, I'm going to put Dark, X-Men Dark Phoenix on here. At number eight. One 
Um, I will say the special effects are really good. The movie started off really good until it got like until the middle of the story came in and then it picked itself back up at the very end. That train sequence was a great fighting sequence. That was really good. I love that. That was really good. But the only two the only two standouts in this movie for me are Michael Fassbender and uh and Charles Xavier and James McAvoy. Those are the two standouts. Jennifer Lawrence fell flat for me. I didn't enjoy her character. I didn't care when she died uh, in in the movie, and that shouldn't even be surprising because they practically told you in the trailer that she died. You know, so that that that's that that wasn't really. It's it's not as bad as people say it is. It's I mean it's better than Apocalypse. I'll give it that. It is to me it's better than Apocalypse because I couldn't enjoy that movie whatsoever. It's better than Apocalypse. So that's my number eight. Now number seven. Number seven, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Hobbs and Shaw at number seven. And this movie was good. It was good. Action sequences were good. But they put the Fast and Furious name in this movie. On this on this movie. But it doesn't feel like a Fast and Furious movie. It feels like a new rock in Jason Statham movie. So don't put Fast and Furious on on Hobbs and Shaw. Just put Hobbs and Shaw on. Because there's nothing fast or furious about it. Like it's 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 no Dominic Toretto. None of that. So I mean it's still a good it's still it's a good movie. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. So that's my seven. My six. Uh this this one. This this one. I had I had real hard trouble putting this one on here. It chapter two. Now I think that this movie was good. It was really good to me. But it does suffer some points. One, the length of the movie is long. It's very, very long. And it it definitely there's parts in the movie that doesn't need to be in the movie. And there's parts that should be more in the movie. For instance, in the book, uh was it Bill's wife? is more in the book she's 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 in the story more yet they only had her in this movie for only one scene literally and you know some of the the humor was good that was hilarious the cgi was good everything looked good pennywise looked good i felt like they they took the horror a little bit out because I did like jump a few times in this movie. I even jumped at parts where I shouldn't have even jumped. 
So it was more, I would definitely say it was more scarier than the first. Because the first one did not scare me, like, at all. Well, at some parts it did, but no, it, it didn't scare me as much as this one did. This one scared me. So, that's my six. Now, going into five, I'm going to put Spider-Man Far From Home. Now, this was a great, this is a great Spider-Man movie. This is a great Marvel movie. Oh, yeah, great. But let's 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 not let's not pretend like this is an Iron Boy because he is. Now, Spider-Man has been well. This Spider-Man has been under Tony Stark's shadow for a long time, and this is the first movie where we explore him getting out of that. And my biggest issue with this movie is that. They take the the Infinity War snap, and the first ten, the first five minutes of the movie, they turn it into a joke. The blip. Okay, one, no, don't do that. And you know everyone's like okay with and just completely fine, just acting the same as everyone did in Homecoming. That's a huge issue for me. And, you know, everyone acting the same as they did in Homecoming. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, you guys were basically dead for five years. And then you guys were brought back to life in, in Endgame. So that didn't make sense to me. I was like, okay, no one, this isn't taking no effect on anyone. I'm like, you guys just straight up made it into a joke. Don't do that, man. I mean, come on. Come on. Shoot, at the end of Ant-Man and the Wasp, the post-credits scene, they, they took that serious. When um, Hope, Janet, and um, Hank died. You know, when Scott was trapped in the quantum realm. No, that sucked. They took it seriously. They ain't making a joke. This one did. Now the CGI was great in this movie. The 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 acting was phenomenal. Tom Tom Holland did good. Jake Gyllenhaal, he was alright. He was okay. He was he wasn't bad. Not as good as Michael Keaton in the first one. No. Samuel Jackson always doing his thing. Zendaya was good. She was also a standout too. So I think it was great. Everybody did great. In my opinion. You know, so the jokes the jokes landed. Some of the jokes landed. It's really good for me. So yeah, it's not a bad movie. This could have been a whole lot better and they could have taken that the snap a whole lot better. So yeah, that's not that's 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 number. What's that number five? Yeah, that's number five. Now number four, I'm gonna put How to Train Your Dragon: The Hidden World. Now I love this movie. I love it. 
this is where this is where I'm getting to the territory of love, loving the movie. Now I love this movie because it has a perfect ending to a perfect trilogy. The second one was okay, but it's still great. The second one was great. First one was, you know, it's still the best one. The first one always the best one. Oh yeah, this one's better than the second one. So this one's below the below the first still. But you know the emotion that you see, but you know the emotion between the dragon and the dragon toothless and hiccup. When they leave, when toothless leaves, man, that's the saddest part of the movie, man. And I couldn't, I couldn't take it. I just couldn't, cause you know I've, I grew up with these movies. When I saw the first one, I was like a child. I was a, I was like a little kid. I was in, I was in elementary school. Now I'm in high school. If you're wondering, I'm a junior. But you know, you know I. I saw this movie and I was like, I was like, wow, man, this and the ending really got me, bro. It got me in tears. And then when they came back for that last, that last, like that last flight, the family, that really made me tear up. I was like, wow, excellent movie. They really captured the emotion well. The CGI was great. Well, the you know, the visual stuff was great. I think it was great. Um thing was good now the only problem I had with this movie was the villain he wasn't as scary or as you know intimidating as Drago was in the second one so I mean the villain kind of felt flat for me but other than that great movie so that's my number four now this is where you guys might disagree with me on my listings for the best movies of the year For number three, I'm going to put John Wick 3 Parabellum. This movie was insane. It was great. I love the action. The acting Keanu Reeves did perfect as John Wick. You know, the oh man, the cinematography and the acting was so great. It was amazing, man. It, it really was. And, you know, first John Wick was kind of sad for me watching the dad. The, I mean, not dad. dad the dog died. Then he came back in the second one. He had that that other dog, and he kept it. And this one, I I fell in love with this movie, man. The action was great. Story was great. The story made sense. It made sense to me. And I honestly, I don't actually don't have anything bad to say about this movie. Honestly, no. Now, matter of fact, I'm going to put this at number two. I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to put that at number two. So, John Wick, I just reviewed the number two. So, once when I'm once I'm done with the true number three, then I'll go to one, if you guys understand. So, yeah, John Wick's number number two. So, right when I'm done with the real three, we'll go back to one. We'll go to one. Number three, I'm going to put Alita Battle Angel. I love this movie. I love this movie. I love Alita Battle Angel. I love it. I'm sorry, I gotta say it. I gotta say it. I love it. Now, 
What do I love about this movie exactly? The way it looks. Robert Rodriguez did a great job with this movie. Now, a few things that fell flat for me was the love story. The, rom- the romance the crap that they had. Yeah, they the movie could have done perfect without it. And another problem I had with this movie is that Alita kept winning every fight. She has to lose at least one fight. I mean, come on. She has to lose a fight to, you know, advance into the, you know, the, you know, the good stuff. They, I mean, she kind of lost a fight, but she didn't really lose. She actually won the fight. It's hard to explain, but... No, the acting was great. Um, Rosa Salazar did a great job as Alita. Um, I, I wasn't even an Alita fan until I saw this movie. I said, wow, I'm in. Give me another one. Because I want to see where this story goes. And Edward Norton showing up at the end, that surprised me. I was like, is that Edward Norton? Yes, it is. That's him. Now, this movie's great. The way everything looked, the fighting scenes were amazing. All the flipping and stuff that Alita was doing, that was crazy. I love that. That was great. And, you know, that was, that, was perf- that was perfect for me. So, that's my number three. Now, my true number one. Some of you might know what it is. Some of you might already know. But you might not. But I gotta tell you. That Joker. Joker is number one. Oh yes. It is number one. Joker wins. And I'll tell you why he wins. He wins my number one. Because of the emotion he captured. Everything that he captured about his mental illness. And it was great. Joaquin Phoenix did a great representation. And he did great showing showing Joker, you know, becoming the Joker. And, you know, I've... Man, I fell in love with this movie. And this movie was so beautiful. And it was so heartbreaking. And it was, com- like... I couldn't find anything wrong about this movie. I just can't. I can't find anything wrong about it. It's not boring to me. I mean, it's not for everybody. Somebody who prefers an action movie, like, overall, then yeah, this movie might not be for you. But, you know, if you like movies that is drama and you like seeing stuff, like, go down on a mental, in a mental way, then this is that movie. This is a perfect movie for that. And Joaquin did a like did a fantastic job in showing, you know, what you know because his laughing it's a it's an actual condition, and you know they start choking, they start coughing, <coughs> they start doing that when they're when they're laughing they can't stop laughing. It was just so heartbreaking for me to watch and just seeing him get beat down so many times. And then he finally becomes the true Joker by the end of the movie. It, it shot me. And when when he stood up on top of that car and he, he did the bloody smile scene, that was... Mm, I was clapping, man. That was, that was 
so good, I, I couldn't, I, I was like, I gotta go see this again, I gotta see this, of course I didn't see it again, but I have to, I, I have to, I'm gonna watch this movie again, when it comes out, of course, Joker is the best movie of the year, I'm not gonna even lie about that, because it just, it, it I mean, the, everyone's acting was good, now I will say this, um, that we, I mean, we didn't really get to see anything, really, of Zazie Beats because, you know, well, spoiler if you haven't seen the movie, but she isn't really there. She's not there with Arthur. She's not there with Arthur when he's going through all the things that he's going through in the movie. And when they revealed that, I was like, well, wow, okay. But it, yeah, it didn't. It still didn't kill the character for me. But I still would have liked to see more of the real Zazie Beats character, Sophie. I would have still liked to see like the real her instead of being a figment in Arthur's mind. I still would have preferred that. But I, I mean, hey, doesn't matter. And another thing is the ending. I didn't really need the ending. You know, it could have just ended with him being on top of the car doing the bloody smile he could it could have just ended with that but hey it didn't but hey it's still a great movie and i think and i'm calling it right now this movie's getting an oscar it's getting an oscar and if it doesn't then the oscars is rigged well it's rigged anyway but still if it if it doesn't get an oscar i'm gonna riot bro this movie needs an oscar it needs an oscar more than avengers endgame and I didn't even bother to put Avengers Endgame because I on on this list because I I didn't really care for the movie that much. You know I I didn't really bother putting it because I have so many issues with that movie. I didn't even bother putting it on this list. So it's still a great movie, but no, we're not talking about Avengers. Get out of here. We're talking about Joker. We're talking about him. Now, when it comes to the storytelling, it did really, it did really good. Story was amazing. Acting was amazing. And Joker's dance scenes, woo! When he's finally, you know, when he's dancing in that bathroom after he killed those, those three guys on the subway, or were they three or four? I don't know. Uh, but when after he did that and he started dancing in the bathroom, I was like, he's doing Tai Chi. I know what he's doing. And people, and that's a good, that's good attention because people perform Tai Chi as a way of calming down. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that's what people do. You know, some people perform Tai Chi to um, calm down or to relax. And I recognized, and I was like. Well, yeah, that makes sense. It makes sense why he why he would be doing that. So yeah, man, that's my top ten. Um, so thank you for listening and tuning in on this podcast episode. I really appreciate it. I know it's been a very long episode. I did not expect this to be twenty three minutes, but you know, thank you for listening and subscribe if you want to hear more from this channel. I will see you guys in the next episode. Blame out.